The Homance Chronicles. The female equivalent of a bromance. So many poor choices. But so many good takes. But so many poor choices. <laughs> <laughs> Ready? I am ready. I think. Yeah, this is the whole man's chronicles, and I'm Sarah. And I'm Nicole. I have stuff and in my eyes. What? what? Stuff in my eyes. Sorry. <laughs> I asked you, you guys are ready. I know. You said I you asked and I said yes, and then I intro and then I got cat hair in my eyes. <laughs> this is a real professional production that we have going on here. Um, <laughs> It's real representative of the fact that we have a doctor on the show today, I'm sure. Um, anyway, we are very <laughs> excited to talk to Dr. Janine Krause. Welcome. Thanks, I feel like, ladies. I feel like I need to do like a crowd audio. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we do intros. Um, so you host the Health Fix podcast and you're a naturopathic doctor. So tell us a little bit about like what you talk about on your podcast and um, you know what kind of uh, inspired you to become a naturopath doctor, if I'm even saying that right. No, you totally said it right. You're good, you're good. I mean, some people say naturopath and I'm like, what? I'm not showing you a pathway to, you know, I am in a way, but I'm not like, we're not on a hike. You know, I would love to work on a hike, but nature path, like it's a little weird. So yeah, no, you're totally fine. We're, we're good. You know, as long as you don't call me late for dinner, I'm, I'm straight. It doesn't matter. So becoming a naturopath, let me, let, I'll go into that first and then, then I'll go into the podcast. So yeah. I literally became a, a naturopathic doctor because my mom was seeing one and, and I'm making it sound like, you know, we're some weird people like my mom was seeing one wasn't one of those doctors but <laughs> I, I was 15 and I literally had a driver's permit and my mom like was like hey you want to go with me I'm like heck yeah I just want to drive I don't care about like your doctor's visit whatever well anyway I sat <laughs> right I'm like mm, I just needed time driving because I want my license I don't care about anything else because that's oh. how you're 15 <laughs> and I was sitting in the visits and was like, oh, this is kind of cool. They're like doing witchy stuff, right? There's like herbs and like they're mixing things and they're giving her all this like nutrition stuff. I'm like, huh. And I saw that she was actually doing better because she was going through chemotherapy at the time. Um, she went through like 10 years of it and then, then she passed, but like she had a pretty good life. And looking at all of this stuff, I was like, wow, you know, these docs have a lot of tools, right? Because I've only been to the other doc and they're like, here's your pills. Bye. You know didn't ask me how I was doing really, you know, just like, see ya. So I was like, cool, this is cool. So I went through that. And um, by the time I was like 17 and my mom's still going to see these docs and she's seeing acupuncturists too, the, the cutest Chinese man ever, like he's still alive. He had to have been like 80 then. I don't know, he's just like 120 now. And <laughs> So he's roughly 2,000 years old. <laughs> right. And like, he doesn't even look like he's aged like one minute. I'm like, oh my God, he if had I could do that. Like what, what herbs are you taking, dude? Just so like time, it's fine. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, he's, it's like a shapeshifter or something. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but it's impressive. So yeah, I kept seeing those people. And I was like, this is really cool. So I just, I, I thought like, oh, maybe I should do the regular MD route. And I took the MCAT and I went through like some stuff like to shadow people. And I was like, this sucks. I want to be a naturopath because I want to be witchy and I want to like 
do weird things and I want to stick needles in people. So that's how I ended up becoming a, a naturopath. And then the podcast is really just me trying to educate. I love teaching. And I used to work as a professor a while back. And then I moved from Colorado to Washington and didn't jump back in the game. So I was like, all right, how can I teach and like inspire people to maybe take care of themselves, but also connect people with different alternative therapies that they might not have heard about before. So it's all about that. And it's all about the other things. My main is like, keep you know, questioning, diving in. If you're not feeling good, keep asking questions and get to the bottom of what the heck's going on with you. Don't take like, you know, you're fine. It's all in your head. I mean, it might be, but you can <laughs> mindset too. I mean, <laughs> Lord knows I need to keep working on that. We all do. So yeah, that's, that's how I came to be. And that's how the podcast came to be. That actually, okay. So not to, mm, not to sound rude or disrespectful towards our other guests, but it's nice to hear that your story doesn't come from trauma and sadness in a way that others have. It yeah. may be more relational trauma because you had, you watched your mom go through all this and maybe it relates in that way. But like, it's good to hear that it came, it came from like a good place. It didn't come from a place that you needed to heal something because you were upset, but you saw how it helped heal somebody else. Yeah. And that's to me personally, like you, you took on somebody else and you watched somebody else get better and you're like, I want to do, I want to help. That's how I want to do it. That's so remarkable and, and like successful. That's the coolest part. <laughs> well, thanks. Yeah, no, it's uh, I, I, people are like, what's your story? I'm like, well, I really don't have one other than I was trying to get a driver's license. <laughs> and they're like, that's terrible for marketing. And I'm like, sorry. Is it? Is it? I like, know. You can be unbothered and learn good things too. I don't understand why we always have to go through some traumatic instance to be like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Why can't we just see good things and then be like, yes, I want that. Well, yeah. And that's partially why I phrased it as like, what inspired you? Because I feel like uh, people who are in a medical profession that is not traditional Western medicine are more geared towards really finding solutions and helping people. And in my experience, um, I've had internal medicine doctors that I would say went a more natural path. And that was the nice. only way that I could get insurance to really cover it, you know? Yeah. And yeah. Um, I Same. also believe that you shouldn't just like take a pill to solve your problem. There's usually something in your diet or there's some habit that you have, or there's um, an external cause that is not going to be solved. Like you're just going to, you know, take care of the symptoms and still feel shitty. <laughs> Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. That's like nine times out of 10. That's what I see for sure. Mm -hmm. So I, I mean, like I said, I have a little bit of experience with, uh, I'll say dabbling in that area. I, I like to bring in things from both like Western and, um, natural and trying to find the right solution for me. You know, there's mm -hmm. some days where I start off like going the natural route. I'm like, okay, here's my tea, here's my roller. <laughs> and then at the end, I'm like, okay, no, I just need an Excedrin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you. I mean, we have good intentions, right? And we're like, I'm gonna do it all natural. I'm doing this, right? But it is it is a lot of work. I mean, it's not just, it is easier to take a pill. I'd be lying if I said that, you know, I was all about, you know, my tea, my essential oils, my, you know, my meditation my you know adding I mean my fingers are going up here and I'm like Ooh, 
you know, most of the days I can't even remember to take my vitamins. So I do a lot of injectable stuff because one, one and done, I, I do it once a month, you know, once a week, then I don't have to think about it. Cause yeah, I might be the laziest naturopath in terms of this is my favorite part. This is like, oh, I knew I was going to really like you. So you're like, you're like the normal person version of a naturopath. Like you're an everyday human being. Who's not like so hyper-focused on this, that it's consuming your life in a bad way. You're like, you're allowing it to support you in a good way. Absolutely. That's what I want more people to start doing. It's like, I've noticed that society will say, oh, we got to do this. And then we hyper-focus on this one thing. And then we forget about the rest of everything that's going on around us. And so Nicole, like you were saying, you start the day normal with, you know, your natural remedies and your oils and everything. But then at the end of the day, you need an et cetera. Well, it's probably because um, nobody else is going naturally and everybody else is being uh, hyper abusive at that next level. So you have to take that next level medication to knock it down. <laughs> I mean, I try to not have other people influence me that greatly, but let's be real. Yeah. We're in a pandemic. It's the holidays. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I don't, I consider myself an empath. So oh, yeah. I, I still search for some sort of easy button sometimes when it comes to managing stress levels that are induced by other people's bullshit. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like, I'm not good at meditating. I have found like other things that can help me like occasionally journaling or um, just, you know, some breathing. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> yeah. But like taking 10 minutes and meditating is, is a challenge for me. So, um, I mean, I'm just looking for like, what, yeah, what are some advice or tips or things that you can give people, like, especially around this time where it's like, okay, now I used to be stressed out about making sure I had like the right gift for everyone or whatever. Now it's like, wait, who's even coming? Can we even be together? You know? Yes. Honestly, personally, I'm feeling less stressed knowing there's potential for it to get canceled. <laughs> like it's, it's less stressful for me, personally speaking, because I always hyper overextend myself and I recognize that in my little journey I'm on 2020, you know? And so like for me, this whole time of like holiday season not doing your traditional stuff you do with the traditional people you're doing I'm like welcoming it I'm totally fine with it I'm not as stressed out (laughs) I I have to agree with you on that one too um I know you know the the big thing is connection right and and we Mm -hmm. can do this kind of thing you know everyone can connect this way this is what we did for Thanksgiving with my family we just pulled up everybody that we could and we're like hey you know happy holidays. And then you're out, right? Like we're like cap on the call, 10 minutes out where like, there's no awkward, like lingering where you're like, the racist didn't get any jabs in on the, on the face. Right. Right? They're like, I have 3.50, you know, seconds left. I'm doing it. I'm in there. Um, no, like it, it, it does give this great excuse to like, not be awkward and say no to things. And, um, I think this is a big thing that 2020 has, has helped us with is being able to be like, no, I'm not comfortable, you know, going out and doing this thing or like, Hey, it's not happening anyway. So I can slow down a little bit, but When you're going back, Nicole, you were saying, you know, what, what are some things for like stress relief, things of that nature? Yeah. I will self-admit that meditation is not my jam. 
I'm going to make lists. That's what's going to happen. And then I'm going to be like beating myself up for why I didn't do those lists. So a lot of times when I'm doing this time of year, I'm like, okay, we're all kids, right? Like we li- like, if you look at the source of why we get frustrated, it's because we're not playing and, and play means all kinds of different things to us. But usually in my breaks, I'm kicking a soccer ball around my office. I'm hula hooping. I do have a hula hoop in the office. I will make people hula hoop too, if they need to. <laughs> and so those kind of things. And then there's those fidget toys. Have you seen the fidget toys that are like magnets? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. My like my little inner kids like look at this I made like a little purse look at this I made this design oh I made this thing look like a turd oh that's cool you know and every time it's totally fine I'm just always making dicks though well you know there's there's something you're you're trying to manifest there something <laughs> something's trying to come out there it's like maybe you know I don't know hey Nicole. <laughs> There are, I mean, that, I mean, that's awesome. Like, Hey, you got to do what you like. Right. And, and what you're, what you're trying to manifest or what you're working with, whatever it is. And time turns into manifestation time. Okay. <laughs> why not? Apparently I want a purse. Cause I keep making little purses with my magnet thing. And I, I don't even use a purse. I don't know where that's coming from, but I don't know. Maybe I need to start making dicks because then maybe something I'll get something out of it. I'm not, that's it. Today I'm doing it. That's what I'm doing today in the office. I'm going to take a picture for you and send it to you. That's what you you can approve. Yes. <laughs> that's so good. Okay. So back to the managing stress thing. Um, yeah. One thing that I related to very, very well, shocking, was your, uh, your discussion about how important sleep is to your body. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that saying no is completely like intertwined with sleep in my world. And I'm, I'm not sure I can't, you know, speak for everybody else, but I feel like we as a society push our sleep aside for other things because whatever, and we don't realize and, or recognize how, like how super important it is to get the right amount of sleep at the right amount of time. We don't all need the eight hour, you know, window, but we need to be able to say like, I need this much. So can you talk about that and how important it is for saying no and sleeping? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So this was one of the ones that like from personal experience, I can totally speak from. Um, this might be my trauma because I'm i I'm a thinker. I got like all this brain stuff going on. And so yes, late at night, my mind gets like super active and I'm like writing stuff out, going nuts. Yeah. Like my hamster is doing like Mach 30 in its wheel and my head's sitting there spinning and I'm trying to sleep and I'm just like, I can't. Right. Right. It's- it's real. It's like that Beetlejuice movie. Like, I feel like my head's spinning and shrinking and expanding and like all kinds of things. Like something's going to come out of like my eyes. I don't like my eyes. are. But this happens. And the more it happens, the more that you realize during the day, you can't focus. And then you like start to realize, oh, I'm gaining weight, but I'm not like doing anything different. And this is the number one thing that ladies come to me for when they're like frustrated with their hormones and whatever. They're like, I can't lose weight. I'm eating 300 calories a day. I'm working out five times with HIIT workouts and I still can't lose weight. And you're like, okay, so how much are you sleeping? And this is the kicker. So sleep, if we don't sleep, we are keeping the cortisol up. Cortisol keeps our blood sugar up. Then you get up, then then you're like, you know, 8 a.m. or whatever comes around 6 a.m., depending on how early you get up. And you're like, I need my coffee. And I, I'm going to do my venti coffee with like a whole bunch of milk. And then I'm going to do a bunch of sugar because I need more energy. And then it turns into this like all day sugar fest. And it's just to keep you going. It's not because, you know, 
with any other reason it's keeping you going and right. and i know people are like i really love my coffee i'm addicted to my coffee i like the flavor it's not the flavor honey don't <laughs> lie to yourself and it is not the flavor no it's the effect of the coffee it yeah boosts you I up i didn't drink coffee as a child i drank yeah. it as an adult on purpose it wasn't an accident <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> I, so true i hate coffee like she hates yeah i hate the smell of it i've never drank it like a full cup i've only had taste like it's so it's so nasty to me and I really don't have like anything with caffeine in it either. And so people are like, how do you function? And I'm like, I sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Shocker. Well, you vibrate at like a trillion. So there's just no turning you off sometimes. Let's be real. <laughs> Ridiculous. Well, you know, I take vitamins as well, <laughs> which help with that like natural energy and like that vibration of uh you know keeping going but like when it comes time to go to bed like when I need to turn off like I don't have the problem that you have where my like thoughts keep going and stuff like I just go to bed no it's not my I don't drink coffee caffeine like all day every day it's on occasion anymore my brain is going constantly because I'm neurotic so (laughs) my problem (laughs) like I've just I've thinking about how we can save the world tomorrow every day. <laughs> need to pare down my thought process to like more local things I can control. <laughs> I'm working on that. <laughs> well, so you started talking about weight loss and, yeah. you know, I have one friend who mentioned <clears throat> on Facebook that they joined Noom and now I get like a thousand Facebook uh, ads for weight loss things, right? Uh, and... So I keep getting these ads for the kits that are like, um, find out what kind of like diet you should have based on your like genetics, like on your DNA. Oh yeah, your genotype. Or stuff like that. Like, do you think there's any truth in that? Um, You know, here's the thing. Yes and no. But here's the thing like that a lot of people don't realize is we can switch like what like genes are turned on and off in certain cases, right? Like I can't change the fact that I have fake blonde hair. It's really like dirty brown, right? That's like going to stay that way and gray, Um, like forever. But we can, in terms of how we metabolize foods and how our metabolism works and what's going on on like a deep cellular level, we can switch those on and off in terms of the genetics. So you might genetically test like for your food. I've used a company called Gino Palette, for example. You might genetically test for a food one particular year and then retest and things might switch a little bit. Now, Gino Palette has a lot of research backing on like obesity and like the connections between certain foods and, and obesity. So they've got a little bit of longer standing genetics, but a lot of these other companies are just like like B12 and B6 and and vitamin things. And we can switch vitamin stuff on and off. Like vitamin D, for example, we can, when we're super stressed, we'll actually switch off the ability to absorb vitamin D from the sun, which is so counterintuitive. I don't know why we do that, but I've seen people repair it. So I know, weird. So it's, it's one of these things where we got to go back and go, okay, yes, these genetic things will tell us like what we tolerate better, But when you see the list of the foods and the breakdowns, the thing I have a a problem with is they give you percentages. I'm sorry. I don't know what 55% carbohydrate a day really means. And I'm not doing the math. Like, like how? how? 
Like, well, so what you have to calculate, you have to anticipate what you're going to eat every day and then take half of that, make sure it's carbs. Yes. Yeah. Again, and that's the, that's the like super focused rabbit hole that just, I can't, I can't. It doesn't, it doesn't really work. Like, cause I've had people do it and it's been eye opening for me being like, oh, I tolerate these. And it makes sense, right? I'm like, oh, I eat a bunch of fat. I get fat because unfortunately my body doesn't metabolize fat well. And I've kind of learned that over the years. And then like proteins are somewhere moderate. And then like my carbs actually were high, which I was like, yes. Oh, thank God. Thank God. Um, yeah, I like had a party for that. But the problem with these are, is like someone's got to go to a doc or somebody to like tease out exactly what you're going to eat. Now what this feeds back to, and this is one of my other things that I've probably caused myself and patients to like, to be totally honest, trouble is eating disorders. Cause then you're like, like 55%. Okay. I got to try to figure that. And then it's like 25% protein and like 35%. That's totally bad math, but don't, don't judge my math skills. 25%, you know, fat or whatever. And you're like, how the F do I figure out like on a daily basis, what those are then, you know, Noom will tell you to a certain point, like what your grams are and what you should do. But like, what I find is people get in their macros and they dial it in so much and nothing changes because it, it boils down to a lot of other factors. Like, are you eating standing next to the kitchen sink most of the time and shoveling food in? And then you really didn't weigh your food. Cause if you have to like get it down to the grams, you got to weigh your shit. Like it's hard right. enough to freaking eat healthy, let alone weigh it. Like I can't find a carrot that has like, you know, any edible parts left in it on my, in my fridge. <laughs> you want me to weigh this? <laughs> it's, it's not real. It's, it's not. So what I guess the bottom line on the genetic food testing is yes, it's great information um, to give you like a baseline or like, yeah, I probably shouldn't eat like too high. Like I shouldn't go keto. Basically you can use it for decision-making. Like if it says you don't break down fats too well, you probably shouldn't try keto. Not going to work out well, you know? And if it says like your carbs are higher, you probably should be eating more carbs. And that's probably why you're, you're not losing weight because you're actually depriving yourself of carbs. I did that, ejected my period, all kinds of stuff. Cause I tried to do keto. Didn't yeah. work. <laughs> didn't work. I was tired. I couldn't figure things out. Like, and, and I'm saying it's, I'm, you know, end of one, I'll try everything before I give it to my patients, my, barring some medications, but I, herbs, everything, I will try the protocols just to see what happens. But I think the genetic tests are useful on the basis of what information they'll give you, but I don't see it as being like the, the guide for everything you choose. Cause I think you'll go crazy. And if you see a nutritionist on it, I, I think that can help for people um, to dial things in. But the biggest issue we have is one, taking time to eat and two, learning how to cook. Cause I'm surprised by how many people can't cook. It's, it's terrifying. And, and, yeah. And, and not loving cooking, you know? So we got to figure out like, how do we build a healthy relationship with food versus not? So with all the food stuff, I go back to the basics and it's a lot of mindset stuff too. Cause I don't really know too many females that do not emotionally eat. I mean, it, I'm going to find myself in the bottom yeah. of the potato chip bag real quick. <laughs> I So like my emotions control my diet for sure. But like when I'm, when I'm it's so bizarre. So like when I'm stressed out, I don't stress eat. I stress not eat, but when I'm mm -hmm. excited and when I'm happy and I'm truly, truly genuinely like in the groove of whatever it is I'm doing, I'll mindlessly shove stuff into my face. Like when I was in college, I realized it because I was having such a great time with my project and I was like, you know, doing so good. And I realized I started gaining weight and I was like, I'm getting sleep. This is strange. And I recognized that I was sitting there and I was doing stuff and I was really excited about it. And I was just mindlessly shoveling food into my face at my kitchen table. 
it was crazy, crazy times. Well, yep. I feel like I've tried many different, uh, we'll call them diets, not necessarily lifestyles, because I feel like you're going to die, like the actual word <laughs> diet. Um, <laughs> I when you do it. <laughs> but <laughs> the problem that arises is, as you were saying, that it's like mental. So as soon as someone tells you you can't have something, it's like the thing you think about constantly. Right. And that's why Sarah is building dicks out of like <laughs> other materials. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, but so like then you start beating yourself <coughs> up about not having willpower. Right. And right. it's just like this whole negative role. Yeah. Matter of fact, can you, if you can, if you have any, touch on that mindset of, um, oh shit, I just lost it. Keep going. I Never. had your coffee already. I know. It <laughs> made it worse, actually. I think coffee just makes you crazier. <laughs> but so, hmm. <laughs> yeah. But so Sarah and I both have autoimmune diseases. Mm-hmm. And so we avoid gluten. Um, as recommended by a doctor at one point I was like borderline celiac and it's controllable when I don't have it. But so I already don't have gluten and I try my best to not have dairy as well. And so then when you tell me that you want me to take like sugar and other things out of my diet, I'm like, but I'm already like sacrificing. (laughs) Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a big, it's a big, big deal. Like I, I also am sensitive to gluten. I don't have any autoimmune conditions, um, but it's a big deal to take something out and you're like, okay, I feel better. But like when it starts to become like eight things out or 10 or whatever, I cringe because I'm going, oh no, you know, this is going to mess with you because food is joy and it should be joyful. And we've like jacked it up since, I don't know, my mother jacked it up for me because she was on every damn diet that like, yeah. <laughs> you know and it's like look where she ended up dead oh get, I'm like you're all your diets give you cancer you know and and that sounds terrible by me saying that but the but the reality is is that I think we really like diet culture is a really big problem for for us females and taking things away and the scarcity and all that it just feeds into being more jacked up in the mind I, I think we really need to go back to basics again and like reteach ourselves to have a better relationship with food and slow down like just slow down with food if I could say one thing with people like get your food sit down don't start eating yet like breathe a little bit and like make sure that there's no craziness around you and then eat because if you're like trying to eat and drive or you're trying to eat at like the kitchen sink and your family's like yelling at you about all like ma give me this let's do this I need that you're you're not going to be in a chill state and so that message back to your brain is not going to be like oh that food was good I you know I feel good you're not going to digest it right so everyone that's out there listening about diets and and whether it's noom whether it's my fitness pal and tracking stuff you know if you're struggling with certain things, sure, it's good to track and find out if something really is bothering you and food sensitivity testing could be helpful. But honestly, like go back and teach yourself how to eat again and like learn how to cook and spend some time just chill. COVID's been a great time for people to be home and learn how to cook. Oh, it's- absolutely. It has. Conversely, though, the majority of people that I talk to are eating at their desk. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. doing a lot more carryout because it's more convenient than going to the grocery store to buy the food. Yeah. 
And this has been something that, yeah, I'm noticing that with COVID too. And, and, you know, there's all these things in different, um, I don't know how it's by you guys, but here they were doing like this big promo of like eat out once or twice a week. And there's like discounts for all these restaurants. And I'm like, we have gyms closed. You're telling us to eat out more. Fast food restaurants are open. What are we doing? Keeping America fat again? You know, <laughs> like why, why are we doing this? But stay yes, in, stay in there. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yes, it's comfort food, right? Like, I'm not going to lie, you know, going to Taco Bell back in the day, man, that is like, I have one, two blocks from my damn house and a taco time and like a Jack in the box. Like I could keep myself fat for your weeks, but it's, it's back to mindset, right? Like, what do you want? You got to like decide like what's, what's worth it to you. What's your value. And if you're like sick of where you're at, you're sick of how you're feeling, you got to like own it, like, and literally be like, okay, why am I doing all this carry out? Why am I doing all this stuff? I need to switch it. That's where your mindset has to go. And it doesn't have to be like switch, like everything is whole foods and everything's organic and every, I mean, yeah, it just baby step it. Right. Like instead of eating out three times a week, try just two. And then that one night a week, try and make a box of macaroni and cheese at your house. Like start somewhere. Doesn't matter where. Yeah, it's hilarious. I actually have a Taco Bell that I can see from my porch. (laughs) Yeah, it's bad. Oh, dude, that would be rough. I've lived here three years, and I've only had Taco Bell, I think, maybe three or four times. Wow. And so, yes, it's all about, like, thinking, what what is that going to do for me, right? Like, it's not (laughs) – Later, I'm not going to feel good. (laughs) The crazy thing, the crazy thing, my parents were not like, you don't get fast food. We got fast food when we got like an A on our report cards or it was a special occasion or we were traveling. We never had fast food. And so for me, like my mental mindset is like fast food isn't really an option for me because I never ate it or was allowed to eat it when I was a kid. So I've never struggled with that quick hit fast food like everybody else seems to have a struggle with because I was never allowed to uh, to have that habit I guess you could say to allow myself to lean on stuff like that and like even today if I'm going through the drive-thru for a a thing of french fries because you know gluten and or you know trying to like get a quick snack or something I feel like I'm doing something wrong or something I shouldn't because of the fact that I never did that when I was a kid because my parents were always like you don't need that crap it's just garbage it's not even real food it's not good for you so like I had that kind of beat into my head thankfully so I had to worry about it but I'm thankful for it now because I don't struggle yeah yeah and that's, I mean, that's something I, I will thank my parents for as, as well. I mean, I definitely, that was how it was, you know, I would get to go to Taco Bell as, and that's what it is. It's like my reward was, you know, I get right. to go to Taco Bell if my grades were good. I was the kid that nobody wanted to trade um, anything at lunch because I had what I call twigs and sticks, which were those little <laughs> like sesame stick things. Well, my- if your mom was going to natural pack when you were 15, I can only imagine you had quite the lunch packed for you. <laughs> Oh, it's kind of embarrassing, but like now I love it, right? I own it. But back in the day, I was like, Doritos, will you trade me for my sesame sticks? People are like, fuck no. No. <laughs> What's wrong with you? You're the weird kid. Your lunch smells weird. Like, well, no, you smell like B vitamins and like a natural food store. I'm like, mm. <laughs> she opens Te- up her lunchbox and it's like patchouli. <laughs> 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 like you put a hippie in that box what happened there 
<laughs> yes, <laughs> that that was that was the the story of my life growing up. I mean, oh it's my very- gosh, so funny. So did you like so being how many like did you grow up in like a small area where yeah it was yeah. like for fast food like middle America type you know what I mean like the Midwest focus yeah. and fast foods and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, I grew up the last town on Lake Michigan before you get to Wisconsin. And okay. like, so literally, we had every strip mall of every kind and every fast food you could possibly imagine. But then there was like this little hole in the wall, um, natural food store that we had to drive like 45 minutes to get to. But that was like my mom's thing. Now there's more <laughs> now. But back in the day, I mean, it was like, you're going to the natural food store to get some dried papaya. Yeah, you know, ooh, big deal. And your V and your B vitamins. But yeah, we we that was how we had to do it things because everything around me is like just su- suburbs of Chicago, just strip malls and fast food and malls and malls and more malls. Yeah. Oh my God. So yeah. So you really you you grew up in a situation where you are choosing this. It's not like yeah. Did you so. ever experience acupuncture as a child? You did. Yeah, at, at, at 15. Oh, at 15. Okay. Yeah. 15. Not as like a young kid. No. Okay. Well, so I've, I've done acupuncture and uh, people are just, I don't know. They're so like turned off by the thought of the needles. And I'm like, you don't really feel anything. I mean, it's not as intrusive as it looks, I suppose, but um, like what kind of acupuncture are you doing are you doing it like based on okay like this is the recommended path that I'm going to open up for you or are you experiencing pain and let's relieve that like how are you approaching acupuncture because I've had a couple of different ways I don't know if there's a right one (laughs) I mean there's there's like as many flavors as you can get at Baskin Robbins you know or more you can pretty much you know find your different flavors of acupuncturists I'm you, you what you see is what you get people come in and I'm like all right what's wrong what are we working with today and so yeah I'll feel pulses and see where there's energetics in the body but I'm if they have pain I'm gonna work with the pain but pain has an underlying thing like your pain can be like stuck blood your pain could be because you're deficient your your blood's not moving well in terms of like you're not making blood meaning you're anemic or something of that nature or you're not getting your nutrients in your blood can also have issues where like you're too hot you're too cold so i'm looking at all of those aspects in addition to like in the pulses um i don't know if we're probably not going to be on t on on tv um, <laughs> on the tvs not on that tv yeah, i'm not, sounding like we're not on tape yeah okay so you're taking your left hand yes three fingers your index middle and ring on your right hand yeah and you're and i'm on and your thumb is out and your fingers are curled under not like a tight fist yep yep and i'm i'm holding on to my pulse there that's your radial pulse so i'll feel those three spots and i want to see if they're even underneath my fingers and like anybody can do this you can do this to yourself and you can be like huh is it even and if it feels weird because it's up like because i'm putting it up just so you guys can see it, you can actually lay your arm down and and put it down that way because sometimes if it's up there might be some impingement of blood flow in your shoulder or neck or something so you might not even feel your pulse like oh my god i'm not alive um you are so just so everybody knows your index finger goes right at the wrist wrinkle and then your finger your two fingers follow after and that is where we're putting our fingers on our wrist for our pulse check yes 
exactly. Now, here's a crazy one. If you can't feel them there, sometimes you can move over a little bit or, you know, left or right from where you're at. But your your radial pulse is what's going to tell you kind of a little bit of what's going on upper. So upper is like the cl closer to the wrist crease, middles like in between the middle finger there. And then your ring finger is going to tell you what's going on with your kidneys. Your kidneys are like your batteries. So basically by feeling someone's pulse, I can be like, okay, how much energy do you have today? You know, because I can't hammer you hard with needles if you don't have much energy. So I got to be, you know, conservative sure. of how many needles I use. And then like if this top pulse is crazy, this is heart and lung. So this on the left side, it's it's your heart, right side, it's your lung, your upper part of your body. If that pulse is super like floaty and super strong, you're like, okay, this person's anxious. We need to deal with the anxiety situation <laughs> oh, <yeah>. here. <laughs> Right. Which is like nine times out of 10. I'm going to have this top pulse big, right? I'm like bringing out the big needles today. No, just, just kidding, folks. Just kidding, folks. They're not like literally like Nicole said, they're not that big. Like they're, they're like 10 times smaller than your average, like blood draw needle. And they're not hollow, like blood draw needles. They're solid. So yeah, a lot of displacement then. Yes. So <laughs> Cause like, cause I don't think people like realize like when you stick something in your skin, mm -hmm. if it doesn't have a hole in it, your skin gets pushed away from it. So you're actually mm -hmm. like stretching your skin apart and not taking stuff away. You're compressing it. Yeah. Sometimes it's not good for you, but sometimes it is. Yeah. <laughs> it, you know, it really depends. I mean, it depends on what you're, what we're working with. Right. And for, for needles, I mean, they're like I said, they're small. They go in. They're literally going to tell your body like, hey, um, bring some blood to wherever the needle went. And I'm pointing to one spot between my thumb and my index finger. It's like the most common acupuncture point for headaches and moving blood in the body. Um, and you can put that needle in. And yeah, some people might be it might feel a little sharp at first, because when you get through the like the first layer of the skin, there's a lot of nerves there. So you got to be quick on it. And then you get to the muscle and then the body doesn't feel anything there. And so I will typically use those like as traditional acupuncture points and, and try to balance the body. But I'm also working with trigger points that have to do with where the nerve goes into the muscle. And so that's like where you can have the most effect on tight muscles or tight, weak muscles. There's tight, you know, tight, tight muscles. And then there's tight, weak muscles. So mm -hmm. all kinds of stuff there with, with the needles. They're, they're fun. They're fun. And, and I tell people like it's the most relaxed you'll ever be with a bunch of yeah. needles and because they're going to kick off some endorphins for you. And then when you get out of there, you've got like an acupuncture high and it feels, it feels good. And, and, you know, depending on where you're at, you can always look at something called NCCAOM. It's like our national registry and make sure that someone's legit and, and doing actual okay. acupuncture. Oh, that's cool. I didn't realize that there was a legitimate service out there for people to go and look up the real realness of somebody. That's good yes, to know. Yes. Yes. Cause depending on where you're at in Washington, we have a lot of folks coming over from China and different countries and they'll set up shop and not have a legit license. And it's right. not that, you know, chances are they've got really great training because it's brought down through the family lines and they probably know way more tricks, trick shit than me, but right. You gotta be careful. Yeah, absolutely. Completely understand that one. Mm -hmm. yeah, fun time. So you moved over to the, to that side of the country. How old were you? Did you so, move with no, I went all by myself. No, I, so I got my undergrad in, in Wisconsin, did the whole like undergrad thing. And then I moved over it in 2001. So I was probably like just about 21 years old um, here for the first time. And I was here about seven years. So it took me seven years to get through last year because I did acupuncture and the natural medicine track at the same time. So it's a lot of 
lot of work. And then I moved home for and practiced in Chicago for about six months and then went to Colorado because I, I got an awesome job because for me, I was like, you know, my two things, if I wasn't going to be an acupuncturist or a naturopath, I wanted to be like a manager at a ski resort because in my little brain, I thought that you ski all day and that's all you do. You know, I didn't realize that management involved other things. Um, so I thought if I did, you know, I was in a ski town, why not? Right. So we were, my, my, I met my husband there, you know, it was good times. And that was like seven, we were there like six, almost seven years. And then we came back to Washington again. I've been here since 2013. Okay, cool. Yeah. Love that. That's so good. It's so much fun. I love the story of just like, I saw this thing and I wanted to do it. So then I went and did it and I achieved it and I'm great. And here I am today existing. It's just like, I just shortened up your life timeline there, your story. You can use send that. Me a check if you want, 15 bucks will do. <laughs> buy you lunch for like summing up my like elevator speech right there. <laughs> yeah. You can change your promo material now. It's fine. <laughs> Perfect. I'm doing I mean, it. If wants a story, I got one. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, you could even like create a tagline of, I wanted it. I did it. I'm doing it. <laughs> Janine Krause. I wanted it. I did it. I'm doing it. It's do awesome. It. Doing it. Right? Oh my God. Instead of just do it, I'm going to be like doing it. A little swoop. Oh my God, Nike's going to sue me. But yes. <laughs> no, it's just a patchouli leaf. <laughs> yeah. With a blunt. <laughs> so okay. we're getting to add a girl time, but is there anything that you feel is super important to tell people in regards to just like living a healthier life? Like we've talked about very simple things, which is like take the time to eat. Take and the sleep. time to sleep. How about to oh. breathe a little? <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget. <laughs> Those things are important. <laughs> Kind of like make sure you're pooping, drinking your water. I mean, you know, the basics, yes. You know, one of the biggest things I think for people that COVID has really done for us, like naturally, and some people it's like super scary because if we slow down, we're starting to have to like actually be with our thoughts. And that can be freaking scary for a lot of people because I think of the biggest coping mechanism secondary to stress eating and, and things of that nature is also like, thinking and keeping yourself busy so that you don't have to think about the other thoughts. And I think that's where a lot of people are getting into the cycle of just like downward spiraling. So yeah. Oh, what's in front of you. So you manage your time by distracting yourself with other people's shit. Yeah. Yeah. And then the comparison game starts. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) Toxic behaviors 101. (laughs) Oh my God. So probably my biggest thing, I know I I haven't given any like high level stuff out here. So I'm going to give like some high level, but also like literally it's slowing down. This is a gift. COVID's actually been a freaking gift for us because we can say no to things. We can Mm -hmm. like breathe, you know, we can, and, and literally, you know, you can breathe literally because you don't (laughs) have to have your mask on all the time in your house. You can go outside in your backyard without your mask. Really don't be outside in your backyard with your mask on. That's stupid. I'm just right. saying it. It's just breathe. Oh, 
you need fresh air. But the other big thing is if you're feeling anxious, one of one of the big things I have people look for is like start finding out where your triggers are at, write those things down. And you can counter and like kind of put a little, it's a band-aid, but it helps you to kind of get through triggers. There's something called L-theanine. It is an extract from green tea. And they're not paying me. It's it's an amino acid. You could get it at bulk supplements, like super cheap in a big old bag, and you can throw it into things. But what it does is it helps to calm your neurotransmitter response. So meaning like too much of epinephrine, norepinephrine, all your adrenaline. And if you're feeling that going, you can take this 200 milligrams, like all through the day up to 1600 milligrams a day. And the reason I'm kind of throwing this out is because this helps folks to be able to deal with their day. And yeah. just kind of function on a level where everything's not like, oh my God, oh my God, what am I doing? Oh, this thought, oh, this one. It's kind of great for, for the ADD without having ADD. It's stress ADD as I, I call it, which I kind of think most ADD comes from stress anyway, but there you go. <laughs> it does. Yes. <laughs> Just a little bit. So yeah, L-theanine is one thing. The other big thing is embrace your adaptogenic herbs, things like holy basil, things like ashwagandha. Ashwagandha has amazing research on calming down the nervous system. And yes, folks with autoimmune stuff, you got to watch how much ashwagandha. Don't do it even near thyroid stuff. Put it towards the end of the day. But ashwagandha can be amazing for helping to control cortisol overnight. I pair it with L-theanine. That's like a great like bedtime, nighttime chill thing. Holy basil, you could stack those guys on there. And now you've got like a, a, a powerful threesome that will just like chill you out. So I've just mentioned a couple of the adaptogenic herbs. There's cordyceps for energy. That's why it's in a lot of those mushroom drinks for, for getting the day started and boosting energy. American ginseng, not Korean ginseng. That's too hot for us. We get too jittery. Then you need more L-theanine yeah. to counter that. Okay. Um, and then... Um, just kind of really looking at throughout your day, what are your triggers? Where where are you not having fun? Where are you getting agitated and you're like, I need an escape? Stop. So what, well, that's sometimes people's jobs and they're like, well, I can't. Well, maybe you need a new job. Absolutely. It's time. 2020 already happened. We made it. You can get a new job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get a new job. I mean, this sounds easy in theory. However, a lot of people unemployed, so the market's oh, a little saturated with trying to find a new job. So I'll just put a realistic lens on it. But um... <laughs> no, hold on a second. A new job doesn't mean that they have to like get paid by somebody else. They can go and do something they want to do. I'm saying like a new job could be whatever it is you want it to be. It doesn't have to be what you're doing. And it doesn't necessarily mean you have to be employed by somebody over at McDonald's or the slushy shop. It's do your own thing why not? Or start working on your own thing while you've got the crappy job and looking at the crappy job as a ends to means, you know, you're like, okay, I'm doing this and, and embrace how you look at it. You're like, all right, so this sucks. Right. But Hey, I at least get to go to work with this guy named Joe and he's freaking hilarious. Right. So you find <laughs> the things in your work that you like, or if you, if like everything about your work sucks, I'm usually like with patients, I'm like, if you hate every aspect of your work, yes, you need to figure out your exit plan. But at the same time, where can you put fun in there? You can go in the bathroom and goof around on, you know, yeah, you can goof around on your phone and play Candy Crush or whatever, but like find some way, like go outside. You're entitled to breaks, by the way, folks. I think this is something that people forget. If you don't yes. smoke, you don't take your breaks. So I recommend people to go hang out with the people that smoke. I mean, don't stand right next to them, but like go out there with them and go walk around or something like get outside and breathe. You'll be surprised. Just even something or, simple. 
or like go and like watch if somebody you know goes and smokes watch to see when they go and smoke and then say oh I gotta go take my walk around whatever like get out and stop and like read a magazine yeah don't read it digitally on your phone or your computer like these are all things that I've learned I'd have to do during the day when I work from home because I don't have any socialization anymore mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Oh, so huge. So huge. Getting out and, and taking breaks. You got to take breaks and make them fun. Otherwise you're going to be grumpy as hell and you're going to hate it. Even if you don't actually, you find some people find that they don't actually hate their job so much. It's just, they weren't taking breaks. Right. Exactly. All right. Add a girl time. Yeah, I think so. I think we're there. <laughs> Nicole's like, huh, huh, huh. <laughs> oh, are you watching my eyes? Cause every time yeah. you guys talk, I'm like, dude, dude, dude. <laughs> um, uh, so anyways, in regards to Atta Girls, uh, Sarah, do you have one? Are you prepared? Are you oh, yeah. ready to go first? Okay, then you no. go. No, I actually am very proud. I had a very challenging topic pop up at work and um, I changed my lens the way I was looking at it and decided to attack it from a different avenue, I guess you could say. Which isn't normally a tactic of mine, but I'm, you know, trying new things 2020 and it actually is turning out as much as I still am not really genuinely excited about it. It's turning out in my favor. It's working out for me. Um, Things are good in a good way for me, even though it's still a pain in my ass. So that's an added girl for me. I'm doing, doing things I genuinely just don't want to do, but it's working out. (laughs) You can see I'm not thrilled. I'm I'm like looking at her face going like, is it though? Is it though? <laughs> it's like I'm setting the stage for next, like the next great thing. You know what I mean? Like I'm just mm-hmm. putting my ducks in a row and I just hate prep work. I do. Yeah. I hate it. But that's what I'm doing. <laughs> just like prep work. <laughs> Shopping up um, all those veggies, you know? <laughs> oh man. Well, we have to keep you thinking on like, what's the end thing? Like what's the end goal here? What's the, what's that? Oh at the end I totally have it I'm manifesting the shit out of it but you know what I'm saying like I'm just I'm very proud of myself because normally I would look at this as like a, I can't believe I have to fucking do this this is ridiculous I'm not doing that you know what I mean like I'm not dragging my knuckles as I'm doing it I'm just like you know what whatever what else do I have to do it is what it is we're doing it we're doing it big we're doing it fuck it facts fuck them we're doing it long for the ride <laughs> proud of myself oh man well I'm proud of you as well appreciate it by the by the amount of physical movement that you're putting into this description it's clearly making an impact on you very much so so you know this is one of those episodes where I'm like it might have been better to have the video because I don't think people are really going to understand how how impacted you are by this um (laughs) but so my add a girl is actually that um there's been a lot of like last minute meetings popping up uh people are seeing either that i'm free or they're seeing i'm not and not caring or whatever the case may be um and so i'm just declining them which is normal for me oh that's cool good for you i try to like work it out or i like send them a message like how about this time instead or whatever like i go above and beyond for somebody else's scheduling and whatnot and so um 
yeah, yesterday, or maybe it was like two days ago. I don't know. I was trying to run an errand and I was at the post office and I wanted to be there obviously before they closed and not have to wait in line for forever. Part of the uh, benefits of working from home, right? <laughs> is that you can balance some personal things. And so my boss, who is a VP, <laughs> he's like, he messages me and he's like, Hey, uh, were you on that meeting? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, I was at the post office. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's awesome. be real here. They scheduled it last minute. I had it blocked on my calendar that it was like my time. And so, no, I was not. And he was like, okay. And I was like, that's all that happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Turns out that's all that happens. It's like, oh, all right. Well, never mind. Awesome. Now you can just say no more. You're like, this yeah. is awesome. Now I have the green light. This is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Cause he was, I mean, he just was like, I don't understand why we were both invited. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good thing you went. Cause I didn't. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, well, at least one of us was there. <laughs> that's awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> so You're that's true. my Atta girl. That's a good one. That's no. a good one for you so I'm actually really proud of you and I'm happy for you yeah I work for a tech startup they're not exactly <laughs> the best about being organized and planning so you know you have to set your own boundaries I think that's important I, I mean boundaries are huge I think that's where a lot of us ladies get in trouble because we'll, we won't say yeah yeah I don't know that's huge huge <laughs> right we're having so a break yeah. <laughs> uh, now we're putting you on the spot. Do you have anything that you want to um, announce that you're proud of or good things that have happened lately? Yeah. Yeah. I think my added girl is like actually following what I really want to do in terms of where my practice is headed. I love, like, if you haven't noticed, I talk about needles a lot. I, I love injecting things into myself and people, which sounds super crazy. I should have been a druggie or something. Oh, um, I don't think I've ever met somebody who's been like, I love stabbing people and I love <laughs> health. Needles are my thing. <laughs> I know I should have another title and my, my just doing it with the, with the blunt and the, uh, the <laughs> patchouli and like, I love stabbing people. Yeah. That'll be great for marketing. Um, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> angles for days. We're finding angles for days. That's it. That's it. I'm hiring you for marketing because uh, right now I got no game. No game. I need more. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be a perfect thing for sure. So yeah, my added girl is literally like, I'm following my dream. Um, I'm working out of a friend's gym. Um, this is two days a week in addition to my regular practice because he's got this gym where folks like want to enhance their bodies. They want to work on hormone replacement therapy because they're older or they want to work on like maximizing their recovery from, from their workouts. So I'm doing a lot of different types of cocktails, meaning B vitamin injections and amino acid injections. And we're doing acupuncture and trigger point stuff. So meaning like if a not a muscle all knotted up we're injecting into that to help it release a little bit better than what a normal acupuncture needle can do and then i'm doing advanced labs so checking out like creative labs and what we can do with optimizing folks health like looking at right white blood cell nutrients looking at food sensitivities looking at hormones like saliva and urine so lots of trick stuff and i'm loving every bit of it and so that's where i'm just super happy that i actually was like I'm just going to go do like two days a week what I really love. Not that I don't love my folks in my regular office. I just don't do all this stuff on this level. So that's my Atta girl. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's super fun. Yeah. Just, that's man, amazing. You're so far away. 
I do go home pretty regularly. I might need to figure out how to swim across the lake there and uh, go say, hey. I'll just be waiting for you at your mom's house or something. Just like, hi. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> Heard you were coming home. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. I'll take as many people to come hang out with us as, as possible. We, um, it's just, it's, it's very simple where I, where I live. So yeah, where my dad lives awesome. anyway. <laughs> so fun. Oh yeah. Sorry. Your dad, your dad's house. It's all good. Not well, thank in you so much. You are a, a freaking a light in the middle of my week. Appreciate you. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yes, this was such a fun conversation. I appreciate how just real you are about, you know, that we're all human and you're not like setting up these unreasonable expectations. And, um, you know, it was, yeah, it was just very refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> Very refreshing. I because when you, uh, when Nicole shared your uh, stuff with us, I went and looked at your stuff and I did some creeping on you. And I just I genuinely didn't expect you to have. Admittedly, I didn't listen to your podcast, but I didn't expect <laughs> you to have just like this down to earth, like I'm just a normal human being, like everybody else is. Tone and it's just so appreciated. Oh, well, thanks for letting me be a real person. Cause sometimes in different podcasts, I, I have to go through all the like super technological stuff and I like to just be me and, and you guys got me. This is me. Yeah. <laughs> me as me. Love it. Perfect. Perfect. So tell people where they can find you. So you guys can head over to Dr. J. Krause, ND. So for naturopathicdoctor.com, that's where I've got like my blog and all of my things about me. Uh, apparently I'm too professional there. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna lighten that up a little bit as, as Sarah has hinted, because she's now my marketing manager. So there it is. And then if you wanna come find me and, and listen to the podcast, it's called the Health Fix Podcast. We also have a Facebook group, Find Your Health Fix. We kind of talk about what's going on in the podcast and whatever else anyone asks me about. It's kind of like the spot if you have questions about, you know, biohacking or just playing with your health and trying to get things better. I, that's where I kind of will interact and, and you can find that on Facebook and that's find your health fix. And then my podcast is linked straight through my website, but you can find it anywhere you find podcasts. So that's where to find me in Instagram. Sometimes you'll get some really good random stories. So that's another place. If you want to see me as me, um, <laughs> Dr. Dr. Janine, J-A-N-N-I-N-E, then Krause, K-R-A-U-S-E, Go check that out. You'll find some lovely, entertaining stuff with my feed being me being professional, the stories of me being really random. So that's, <laughs> it. that's it. This sounds perfect. And people uh, can find us on Instagram at homance underscore chronicles. If you liked what you heard today, please rate, subscribe, review, uh, you know, go follow Janine on all of her platforms and listen to her podcast. She's got one um, recently that she posted about thyroid stuff. So I'm definitely going to tune into that because I have um, thyroid, <laughs> longstanding thyroid issues. So I'm sure you can find something specific to you um, on, on her content. And we also have a closed Facebook group. I mean, yours sounds like it's open. Ours is a little naughty. So... <laughs> I'm joining. That's it. I'm signing up today. <laughs> you recommend, Doc. Yeah. So it's called The Homance Chronicles, A Judgment-Free Zone. And uh, you can join in on some of the extra juicy bits there. <laughs> Excellent. Looking so, forward to seeing that. Thank you so much for coming yeah. on the show. Well, thank you, Nicole. And sorry, I appreciate it. This is probably, I mean, I have to say the most fun podcast I've done, like, ever. It's great. <laughs> yes. Gold star, Nicole. Gold yes. star. 
Yes. Hi, two gold stars, 10 gold stars. It's awesome. Thank you. That's very appreciated. We will uh, definitely take those compliments to heart because at the end of the day, we're trying to uh, be relatable and vulnerable and all of these things, right? And um, so when it happens naturally, it's a gift. Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. All right, ladies. Looks like you are past your, your hard stop at eight minutes. I'm sorry. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it at all. One minute's out.